The Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee and Virginia from Boosted Same Game Parley. It's the live in-game odds. WinBet has what you need to win. Bet $100. Get $100 at winbet.com or download the WinBet app and start winning today. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the D-Gen Dance. Our March Madness bankroll contest is back. Free to enter and $1,000 in cash and prizes up for grabs. Plus, we've got first half under bingo. Enter both contests on the SGPN app. Welcome, everybody, to the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle-upon-Tyne, up in the northeast of England. Today is Thursday, the 16th of March, and joining me this evening, a little smirk on your face, Barry, what are you smirking at? I'm not smirking at anything, I'm just a happy happy man, that's that's all right, isn't it? It is, yeah, very, it's, uh, it's nice to see you. Barry, it's nice to see you happy. Um, I thought you were smirking because I got the date right first time. I just thought you were being cheeky. I, I don't pay any attention to what you say in that first 30-second segment, Malcolm. I'm too busy. You are a very, a very, very wise man. Um, right, so what we've got this week, we're going to have a little 10-minute review of quite a lot of stuff. We have Premier League, Champions League, Europa League is ongoing as we speak. So we might get some live goal updates. Arsenal won, Sport and Lisbon nil. Uh, latest and then we've got the Premier League the FA Cup and some bits and bobs of other stuff further down the pyramid um, we've got our second guest of the week as well Baz coming on uh, Jacob Webb pick management uh, is going to come on uh, we had serial on at the weekend so yeah double bubble with the Americans this week Baz so looking forward to have Jacob on in a little while but we'll uh, we'll whiz through what's happened this week Baz I'm going to go in competition order which is not in daily order, just to confuse you for the second time this week, Baz. I would start, with the, start with the Premier League. That's I'm starting with the Premier. I smashed the Premier League this week, so that's that's. Not okay, well, on. let's go. The results were uh, Brighton won, Crystal Palace nil. Um, I took Brighton minus one, so it was a push. Uh, Baz, you took the under two and a half. Big tick next to your name. This was very predictable, really. Uh, well, certainly you predicted it. Um, because whether or not Brighton could get the second goal and they didn't. Palace made some chances in the first 10 minutes for the first time in about seven weeks. Uh, but I've still no idea what they're up to or what the game plan is. And after Brighton got that first goal, Palace were just absolutely devoid again. Um, they brought on Jordan Ayew, well, at 15 minutes left, he scored five goals in 95 games. Baz, and you're bringing them on to try and get you an equaliser. Um, so, yeah, you were you were absolutely right to take the unders. Um, I'll, I'll throw this over to you, Baz, and talk to so you two winners in a minute. Southampton nil, Brentford 2 was the other game. Both teams to score was my bet, which was a cross. I actually felt confident when Brentford scored after about 17 minutes because that set it up nicely for Southampton to have a go at them. And Southampton did have a goal for about an hour, couldn't score, and Brentford scored a second in injury time. But, Baz, you picked up Brentford at 6-4. to four. We'd taken them at Everton on Saturday. I thought it was a good play, but you went back to the well this week again. Um, so, yeah, two nice picks for you, Baz. Um, the better team won both games. Sometimes it's quite straightforward. Uh, Brighton are better yeah. than Palace. Brentford are better than Southampton. And they both won. Easy game. One of those hind- hindsight, you look at it and everyone will be saying, oh, we should have had that. 
I did have it. I mean, the, the unders for me was just Palace. Uh, they are strong defensively. They don't get hammered by anybody. Um, I fancied Brighton to win, and I just thought the unders was the, was the way to play it, though. Uh, Brentford, I, I thought, great price plus money, plus 150, six to four. Uh, and if you'd followed me on Discord, I also put out Ivan Tony, not Discord, uh, it was in TikTok. Uh, Ivan Tony was put out as an anytime scorer, two to one as well. That came in. So I hit everything last night on that game. Uh, really, really happy with, with those. Um, and yeah, I mean, we didn't do very well in the Premier League at the weekend, so it was good to get uh, get get a few winners in this week for, for me. And, and we did all right on the Champions League as well. Yeah, we did. Um, Serial has joined us in the YouTube chat. If, you ever, if you're listening to this uh, after the event, you can catch us live on YouTube um, as we go. So pop in and say hello. Um, I'm going to have a little run through Serial's picks uh, in a minute. Serial did all right, you know, better than okay, in yeah. fact. Um but the Champions League, yeah, um, Wednesday night was it was the better night for you. Tuesday, um, Porto nil into nil. We're laughing at this because this is the game that couldn't be a draw, but um, I said it couldn't be a draw at the time. I doubled down in the Discord telling you it couldn't be a draw. And then it was a draw. Um, however, I think it was I was a bit unlucky. Porto to qualify was my play, plus 250. I actually, I will back worse five to two shots. 100% I'll back worse five to two shots. Porto played really well. I had plenty of chances. Um, I'd stopped watching. I was recording the MLB show when you texted me to say they'd hit the bar twice in injury time as well. Um, so, yeah, I think I can count myself a little bit unfortunate. Um, but you picked a winner, Baz, and you picked up. Um, the cards bet was nice as well, wasn't it? Yeah, I didn't get a winner in this one. It's the only Champions League game I didn't get the winner from. I, I also went to Porto. Um, so again, like you, bit unlucky. XG of 1.7 on the night. Uh, five shots on goal, 65% possession. As you say, they hit the crossbar twice towards the end. So very unlucky not to. But the cards I mentioned, we couldn't get a price when we were doing the show, but I'd mentioned that Porto games had had six cards in their last four games. Um, and sure enough, Porto picked up another red card. Sorry, they'd had six red cards, in, in to be specific. Uh, and sure enough, they, they followed that up with a red card against Inter. There were three to one for a red card to be shown in that game um, for, to, to either team, three to one. Uh, so yeah, the the red cards was something I flagged up and it, and it came to fruition. So yeah, pleased with that. Although disappointed Porto didn't allow me a clean sweep on the Champions League. Uh, but yeah, the rest rest of it was all good. We had Man uh, City Manchester there. City, did this finish 7-0? 7-0, yeah. 7-0. This was another one I thought I was going to get the score on because I stopped watching it near the end. Man City 7, Red Bull Leipzig 0. That's a team to score, which kind of went down the pan once Man City got so far ahead early on. Um, Manchester City is silly, I've written down. Um, hard to get them. We did say that Kevin De Bruyne appears to be the key. And when he plays, uh, they rip teams apart. And when he doesn't, they won't. Um, my system play on both teams to score in City games appears to have gone out the window now. So I might shelve that for a week or two. Um, Erling Haaland scored loads of goals uh, and Baz you tipped loads of goals over three and a half was the play um, yeah. nice bet nice win fancied it and, and again good price so we got you know we got six to four plus 150 for Brentford we got same price again for Man City game over three and a half uh, and a similar price in, in the Wednesday games as well so I was really happy with that came in comfortably the over three and a half you know 49 minutes by the time it hit four nil Um I, just, I was furious with Guardiola for taking Haaland off. He scored five goals in sixty less than 60 minutes. No player's ever scored six in the Champions League. And he bloody hooks him, didn't he? Bring him off for 20 minutes to go. Oh, how does uh, that affect you? Well, I just thought, let him crack on. Let him score six, seven, 
just just <laughs> let him go. Stop spoiling his fun. But uh, he, they did ask him about it afterwards. He went, well, if I'd let him break that record now, his life would be a bit boring. So next time he goes out, he's got the challenge of trying to score six again. So he took him off to set him a challenge. Yeah, basically saying, yeah, he's got plenty of time to hit six. Um, but yeah, I could comfortable I... win. And, and as I say, good, good to get it. You know, push the goals, line up a bit, three and a half, and and really, really comfortable in the end. When I have a, a couple of weeks like I've done recently, Baz, with lots of losing picks, is this really just to set myself the challenge to have lots of winning picks uh, yeah. on nights like this? It's why it's why I do it really. So it's interesting that me and Pep have similar philosophies. Uh, on the Wednesday, we we went through the gears on Wednesday, Baz, Napoli three, Frankfurt nil. My bet was Napoli money line with under four goals. They cashed at eleven to eight uh, plus one thirty-seven. You took. Napoli on the handicap, which was nice as well. And then our really nice play was um, the under two and a half goals uh, in Real Madrid versus Liverpool, which Madrid won 1-0. This was a price of 6-4 plus 150. Rode our look a little bit, but I think there was a few other games in this slate where I was unlucky because there was there was chances galore in this. Um, I did say that it would uh, get 1-0 and just kind of fizzle out. It didn't work out like that, but the under... Having just seen Liverpool blank at Bourne with and Crystal Palace recently, to go to Real Madrid and expect some sort of goal fest was a bit mad. The 5-2 was the outlier at Anfield a couple of weeks yeah. ago. Not this 1-0. Uh, and we called it absolutely right. Um, and again, what a smashing price, Baz, 6-4. Uh, yeah, I mean, everyone was was expecting this to be a goal fest, weren't they? And, and we... We just didn't fancy it, particularly in a game which was pretty much dead, and, and we we felt Real Madrid could well and truly kill it off early on. As I say, it didn't work out quite like that. Um, but as you say, away from home, Liverpool aren't scoring lots of goals, and Real Madrid need many at home. Um, so it just it just added up, and, and as you say, um, really really good to get on the right side of that. And again, plus around plus one fifty, um, double that up with with Napoli in the handicap for me. Uh, that was easy. I mean, you had a bit of a sweat where you're Napoli and, and under... I did have a bit of a sweat, yeah. I was just expecting that to go wrong as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, the Wednesday was was just perfect for me. I hit Napoli game, the Real Madrid game and the two Premier League games. Four out of four for me picks on those games. It absolutely smashed a really, really good night. Uh, the only right. thing I didn't come off, I did put a score out. Uh, it was the Georgian kid for Napoli and I still can't pronounce his name. Varachgelia. Uh, yeah. Uh, they got a penalty for the third goal, and he's their penalty taker. Except he missed. Did he miss a penalty? He missed in the first leg, so they didn't give him it. No, oh, yes. So uh, penalty gets given. I'm thinking, oh, here we go. We, we might even get the score a bit in, but that, that wasn't to be. But uh, can't grumble too much. Really good night Wednesday. Happened. No, not to worry. I think they paid about uh, twenty to one that fourteen parlay as well. But uh, you're over yeah. tonight quickly. Uh, Betty nil, Manchester United won. Took both teams to score. I think I was absolutely right. This was the right... Uh, Rob, sorry. This was the right pick. Manu won 1-0. Um, Batiste made chance after chance after chance after chance. They hit the beans on toast in the first 10 minutes. Um, so, yeah, re- disappointed. Right pick, but didn't get that third element of luck. Uh, Marcus Rashford was having an absolute shocker. And I was just going to come on here and slag him off again. And then he scored a 20-yard bender. Um, you took the overs, bad, So, we'll, um, we'll brush over that one. And then we've got Arsenal-Lisbon. Ongoing tonight, I've got both teams to score. Um, and as it stands, Arsenal still lead 1-0, Granit Xhaka um, with the goal. Early doors in that one, what's your pick? Oh, two and a half goals, Baz. So nice first half goal to set you off there. Uh, we're going to bring our guest on. Uh, 
to go through this weekend's games. Loads of stuff happening this weekend. It's a good slate. Do that, Malcolm. You better give Serial a shout out for his picks from. Oh shit! I'm sorry, Serial. Yeah, I've got his plays here, so. Yeah, he's had um, a good week as well. So he did have a good week. He got uh, pushed in the Crystal Palace game, plus one, uh, Palace plus one. Brentford draw no bet. We said we're slightly off the ladies' menu, but cast with minus one thirty something. Um, Tail the polo under two and a half was a nice play. Natalie half time, full time, plus one ten, uh, eleven to ten there. And then Real Madrid on the money line. So yeah, winners, winners, winners um, for Serial. And um, he's still sweating both teams to score uh, and. The uh, Manchester United, and I think under four goals, um, was another uh, another bet as well. So yeah, hats off, Serial. Um, covered himself in glory, so therefore will be allowed back. That also piles the pressure uh, onto Jake of being our second guest of the week. Um, he's got uh, he's got some big shoes to fill, uh, so we'll get Jacob on after I've told you about Winbet. The official online sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, Winbet Active in Massachusetts and tons of other states. Uh, be on the lookout for the Winbet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time during Winbet Win Hour. Marquee games of the week will have better odds on Winbet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. Much madness is here. Many ways to bet on the big dance. Sign up today, receive a special offer. Bet $100, get $100. Limited state availability. And of course, for our DJs, if you're the biggest long shot party of the week, you get a $1,000 free credit. Loads to choose from. Head to winbet.com or download the Winbet app. Offer subject to change. Takes and sees at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough Winbet is available. If you were someone who has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 March Madness contests in the SGPN app. The DGEN Dance, the March Madness Bankroll contest is back. That's free to enter with a $1,000. Dollar cash prize up for grabs. Um, and the first half under bingo, you can win an SGPN gift card. Enter both contests on the SGPN app. Uh, we managed to mush one of the first half unders last night, Baz. I haven't played all of them. I've played a couple. Um, I think they go four and four. I've been following the first half unders. All the lads are out in Vegas having a wheel of a time. I've been delighted to see Noah, um, who has had to take a permission slip from his mum and dad. Um, out to Vegas with him because he just turned 21 and he's been posting his little $20 bets in Vegas and I'm absolutely delighted for him and he looked great in the uh, in the big studio in the Blue Wire studio um, in the Wynn Casino doing the college uh, basketball experience so if you want some college basketball stuff that's where to get it um, another member of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network team from the MLS show uh, we had um, tie on the World Cup show over the winter uh, and we are going to introduce the second leg of that team uh, Jacob Reb, aka Pick Management uh, Jacob good evening how are you doing? Hello guys I am so excited to be here um, nice, to, uh, nice to have you on Jacob thanks for coming on tell us a little bit about the, yourself where you're from and then give us uh, where we can find you on Twitter and and what content we can expect from you before we get stuck into these matches. Yeah, absolutely. In addition to uh, being the co-host of the MLS Gambling Podcast, I do some college basketball writing for SGPN, uh, so you can find some of my March Madness breakdowns there. I also write for Rotowire and Gambling.com. Uh, right now, my big focus is soccer and the MLS Gambling Podcast. We've got big things coming up. we got a new episode uh, dropping in just a couple hours. Uh, so check me out on Twitter and TikTok at Pick Management, and make sure to check out the MLS Gambling Podcast at MLS SGPN on Twitter and on TikTok at MLS Gambling Podcast. 
So when we spoke to Serial on Sunday night, he was saying that he doesn't really have a, a football team that he follows. He follows Bayern Munich. And, and my point was, and I made this to you on Twitter earlier on, that when I follow US sports, I quite like not having a dog in the fight. I like to be able to have a bet. I like to be able to pick a DFS team. I like to have a fantasy team without any other baggage coming from supporting a team. And you said you don't really have a have a soccer team that you follow. So how did you get into it? I mean, do you, do you keep an eye on anyone particularly closely? You said... Uh, the New England uh, Revolution, your closest team. Yeah, well, they're, they're a couple hours away. I live in Massachusetts. Uh, that's the closest team. Uh, honestly, I just, uh, I'm just a degenerate gambler who bets on everything, and <laughs> I happen to get really Woo! good at betting on soccer. I mean, uh, it's uh, for most of the guys that I know, I'm the only person that bets on soccer. Nobody understands how I like know how to do this. I never really played. Play, I played soccer a little bit growing up, but not anything serious. Um, but I just somehow have a good read on soccer and uh, I've turned that into a little bit of a career for myself. Fantastic. Well, uh, so no pressure then, Jake, because you've talked yourself up now. So we're going to be expecting some winners from this slate. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, when you guys, the, you guys were just talking, I was just looking. I'm just smashing the, the, the live slate right now as you guys were talking uh, for, today's, for today's games. Have you got anything on at the moment? Oh, I got a tongue going on right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> too, too much to reel off in one go. Yeah, pretty much. But uh, follow, check out on Twitter. I'll hit you with the uh, uh, the record for the day. Yeah. We'll um, yeah. So, and I know Jacob's going to take us down the uh, down the divisions as well. I think he's picked a parlay from uh, the Championship in League One and League Two. So, looking forward to doing that later. And we've got some FA Cup games. It's FA Cup quarterfinal. Final weekend, which means there are only seven, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven Premier League games. And then we've got the four FA Cup games and some other stuff as well. So plenty to get our teeth into. Uh, the first game on the slate is a Friday night game, uh, which has annoyed me because I've got work tomorrow. I've had nothing to do for weeks. And I've uh, got work on the night where Newcastle are playing, um, which is gravely disappointing. It's an 8pm kickoff, which is a 3pm Eastern time. I believe Baz will be in attendance at this match. It is Nottingham Forest against Newcastle United. Nottingham Forest are the 19 to 4 plus 475 home dogs. Uh, the draw is 11 to 4 plus 275. And Newcastle are the Jollies 11 to 18 minus 164. Um, Forest, we've, we've kind of started handicapping them recently, Baz, as. Forest at home and Forest away because they're two different teams. They're not the same yeah. club at home or away. Um, they're good at home. However, um, they've got a whole load of injuries. This is the, the key to this game. I think I went, had a look at the um, the Premier League injury table uh, and it gives you a little number of how many players a lot of teams have, three, four, five. Nottingham Forest have got 11 injuries next to their name for this game. And a couple of absolute key ones as well. The biggest one being Brennan Johnson. Brennan Johnson's by far their most influential player. He's the one who gets their goals. Um, and as silly as it sounds, goals are key when you're uh, trying to win football matches. Uh, Chris Wood would be his replacement. He's a little bit injured. He can't play because he's on loan from Newcastle. He's also shite, which is, uh, which is a problem. Um, so, yeah, Forrest could be in a little bit of trouble here. I can't, in good faith, pick Newcastle to win at this price, 11 to 18, minus 164, because our form isn't good enough. Uh, we got a win at the weekend over Wolves. It was an important win. We needed it to gain a little bit of momentum. But that's only one win in six. So you can't be taking this price against Newcastle. Um, I think this is game. This get right back to Newcastle's MO, 
for the previous three or four months. Um, it's really short, but Baz, we did completely shoot our load on the first game of the weekend last week. So we said we weren't going to do that again. So I'm happy to go softly, softly. We'll take a little Friday night winner. Under two and a half goals is a price of 13 to 18, minus 138. I'm not going to win any prizes for originality, but it'll just get us over the line. And it means we'll have a little bankroll to attack um, Saturday lunchtime with Baz. What you got? Yeah, I mean, if you get over the line with that, I might be struggling. So, yeah, I'll be at this game. Uh, I've got tickets in the away end for, for you know, being amongst the Newcastle fans, 3,000 of us there tomorrow night. Looking forward to it. Um, just down the road from me, Nottingham Forest Ground, about 10 miles down the road, so not far to travel. Uh, and, of course, have a Newcastle in the area. Couldn't not be there. Um, first thing that stood out to me, exactly what you said, is, is how short Newcastle's price is. I, I think it's far too short. I've got them down at 8 to 13. Um on the road to a team who are unbeaten in ten league games, it's far too short. I couldn't couldn't back them at that price to win the game. Um, I, I mean, we've mentioned Forest home, Forest away, two different sides, and the home form they're unbeaten in ten. But I just feel like the season is showing signs of unraveling at this point. Um, no win in the last five, two draws, three defeats. They've conceded 12 goals in, in those five games. And as you mentioned, they've got a growing injury list. I think Newcastle are coming up against Forest at a good time, uh, despite the fact the home form's good. Uh, uh, but as I say, back in the mid-8-30, not so sure. So I've, went, I've looked at the goals market. And I think if we were looking, as you have, at, at things over recent weeks, um, everything would be pointing to the unders. Forest games hit unders seven in a row recently. Um, but that's turned on its head in recent weeks. The last three games have all gone over 2.5. Similar story with Newcastle, who are hitting the under 2.5 week after week. Um, finally got back to, to getting a couple of goals in the net last week against Wolves, first time in a while. And the overs hit again there. Um, Isaac should start again. He looked good last week. Forrest are banged up. And I'm going for Newcastle goals. I think Newcastle can get another couple of goals here. Forrest are conceding enough lately. And despite their, uh, you know, their best form being at home, there's there's five teams who've managed to score two or more at Forest, including Fulham, Bournemouth, Brentford, Everton, and Spurs. Um, you know, plenty of reasons there why why Newcastle can go and do the same. So Newcastle to score two or more goals at five to six uh, is my pick for this one. Okay, so we can both win. Barca and Newcastle two win nil, this yeah. two nothing. We both cash. Um, Jacob, have you read this game the same as me and Baz, Forrest against Newcastle? I literally have. Uh, could have injury concerns with Wood and Johnson both getting second-half injuries last week. So, yeah, uh, I'm definitely on the same page as you guys. But uh, my pick's a little different. I really like, uh, you know, I, I am a guy who is willing to pay the juice uh, on some stuff, so I will pay a steeper price sometimes, and I want to give out some winners here. Um, one thing I'm on is I am on both teams to score, uh, even with the injury concerns at home. Um, I think, you know, nodding, uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I think I'm on the wrong game actually. Sorry. Um, but yeah, I, I really like the both teams to score. Yes here. Um, I like the over two, uh, I think Newcastle could, um, definitely put up, um, the goals themselves. Um, so I would take that for the game, uh, not so much the team total. Okay, so Jacob suddenly, yeah, uh, both teams to score 
Yeah, so maybe Newcastle can get us a win, uh, get us off the mark there. Uh, we move on to Saturday where we've got five 3pm kickoffs. That's 10am Eastern time. The first of which is Aston Villa against Bournemouth. Aston Villa 7 to 10, minus 142. The draw is at 14 to 5, plus 280. Bournemouth are at 4 to 1. Barry, you can lead us off with Villa Bournemouth. Uh, yeah, so I. Tricky one, this one. Villa coming to it off the back of a draw last week against West Ham. We both took Villa, thought they were the better side and, and, and should beat West Ham and, and didn't uh, do much good with that. Prior to that, they had back-to-back wins against Everton and Palace, two teams who, who do struggle to score goals. And that broke a, a three-game losing streak for them. Uh, one stat that, that stood out for me here, Villa, was they haven't failed to score in a league game since before the World Cup. It's now 13 games in total where they, they're getting on the score sheet every week. So uh, that, that factors in to mine a little bit. And I know you you still think Bournemouth are probably doomed and, and get relegated, but I think they're, they're going to make a good fight of this. There's, there's definite improvement lately. They drew with Newcastle in a game they'll probably feel they should have won. Went and beat Wolves, they beat Liverpool. Really unlucky in the Arsenal game to lose that late on and, and they were well beaten by Man City, but, but again, no shame in that. Um, they scored in all of the last five. So they scored against Arsenal twice. Uh, they scored against City. Uh, as I say, they've beat Wolves and Liverpool. And I think they're playing better football now and they'll have a bit more confidence coming into this. So I think they can they can contribute to this game. Um, and I, I like the both teams to score. As I say, both, both Bournemouth are, are scoring in the, all of their recent games, five on a bounce. Villa haven't, haven't been shut out for 13 games now. And at four to five, minus 125, both teams to score here is the pick for me. Okay, Jacob, Aston Villa against Bournemouth. Sure. Uh, you know, uh, Bournemouth did the impossible uh, last week. Took down Liverpool one nothing. you know what I mean? Um, so it's not for lack of trying, though. Liverpool had 15 shots, uh, six shots on goal. So, um, you know, but I think they were more so lucky to not lose that game. Uh, and for this game, it's not so much that uh, Aston Villa is good. It's just that Bournemouth is that bad. Uh, losers of seven out of the last eight. Um, Bournemouth against regular teams has had an okay defense, but against teams better than them, they have really not performed. Um, Diego Carlos uh, did return for Villa last week. He won't get much playing time, but uh, I do have a few plays in this game because of it. Uh, One uh, play I really like is Billing, anytime goal scorer, plus 370. Um, He's been red hot lately. And uh, I really think he can perform here. Uh, one other play I do like is actually AFC Bournemouth to score first. In five out of the last six meetings against Aston Villa, they have scored first in the first half, while Aston Villa has scored um, first in the second half uh, in those games. So uh, it's actually kind of like a weird trend, but uh, I think they'll definitely be able to get on board and get on board early. And then my uh, last play here, I got one more, is uh, I like Aston Villa in under three and a half. I do think Aston Villa will win this game, so I can see like a 2-1 finish. It's a minus 145. Um, AFC Bournemouth is dead last in expected goals, uh, while Villa is 13th. Um, So, uh, yeah, that's what I like for this game. Uh, I think it'll be a good one. Um, It's just I think it's a real letdown spot for Bournemouth. 
See, I like that, Jake. Bets like Bournemouth to score first would kind of never come on my radar at all. So it's always nice to get a fresh set of eyes on things. I do like Philip Billing. He's a great player. Bob, uh, my boy, um, is, a, is a big fan of Philip Billing as well. Um, but I, my pick is actually a core sign of your third bet there, Jake. If I've taken Villa on the money line and under four goals... Um, now, this is a market that's kind of becoming more and more attractive to me. I've thrown out one or two of these a week over the last few weeks. And it's been pretty kind. We just talked about Napoli, Frankfurt during the week. I think Bournemouth are going to keep it tight. They generally do. But I do think they will win. Um, Bournemouth have shown some improvement, Baz. I don't think they're as bad as they were. But I just uh, Villa are one of the three or four teams in the league that I'm high in at the moment. But I don't think they're going to stuff them. Um, so, yeah, Villa to sneak maybe a 2-1 win. Uh, and under four goals is a price of 11 to 8 plus 137. Um, next up is uh, Brentford against Leicester City. Brentford are 9 to 10 minus 111. The draw is 13 to 5 plus 260. And Leicester are 11 to 4 plus 275. We'll hand this one across uh, to Jake. If you can lead us off with Brentford against Leicester, please. Awesome. Sure. I love Brentford here. Brentford. Brentford saw their 12-game unbeaten league run come to an end at the hands of Everton last week, but they quickly returned to winning ways with a pretty routine win against uh, Southampton on Wednesday night. Um, you know, Leicester City has lost four of the last five on the road, uh, have not drawn on the road all year, and have only won three out of the last eight in all competitions, but two of those were against League Two teams, so I wouldn't read too much into those victories. Um, Thomas Frank's men have moved above um, uh, Fulham into eighth place. Uh, and with both Liverpool and Brighton not in action this weekend, they can get into sixth place with a win over Leicester City. So it's a good opportunity for them uh, to make up some room in positions uh, uh, in the league. Uh, they're 6-6-1 in home, uh, and, but two-thirds of their points at the total have come at home. So, uh, and then uh, the the last thing I like here is that Brentford have lost their last three versus Leicester City, uh, but the way that they've been playing, they have momentum, uh, and I think that with Leicester City's desperation because of their place um, on the table, um, I think that the their desperation mixed with Brentford's pace is going to allow Leicester City to at least get on board here. So I got a couple plays for you. I like both teams to score, yes, because I think this is a game's kind of going to have goals. I like uh, Brentford team total over one and a half. And I like Brentford on money line minus 105. Okay. Uh, Brentford on the money line. Um, this is one of those games for me that was one of those really, really simple ones. Um, if you get the better team at home at a price approaching even money, I'm just going to take it and not look any further for a bet. Um, so my pick would be Brentford on the money line here at nine to 10. Um, they are sixth in the home form table. Leicester have lost four in a row. Um, what concerns me about Leicester is that they're the the one team, there's this annual discussion about the team that's too good to go down and everyone keeps saying it's Leicester, especially when Madison comes back. And we said that, Baz, for um, round about uh, February time, that when Madison gets back, we'll be okay. And they're not. And Madison himself came out last week. He had a bit of a spat with a, a Leicester journalist who said that they were struggling. And Madison came out and replied that if they play like that, they'll be okay. Um, well, that is what's going to sleepwalk you into relegation because they did play like that and they got beat and they keep doing it. They keep playing okay, they keep making chances and they keep getting beat. So if you just 
blithely go along saying, oh, we're all right, we'll be fine, we keep playing. No, do something about it. Go and tighten up your defence. Go and do something about it. And they're not doing it. Like, um, So, yeah, um, I'm, I'm kind of out on Leicester at the moment. This I, I watched Brentford again the other night. That was a good win at Southampton. They just kind of kept them at arm's length when they had to. So, yeah, just give me Brighton to win this one at 9-10, to Baz. Brentford to win, you mean, not Brighton. That's what I said, yeah, Brentford. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, I mean... You know, similar sort of lines to you. I'd, I'd, I'd put down Brentford, but I've gone a different way about it. Um, as you say, Leicester is five five game losing streak now after the defeat to Chelsea last week. They do still continue to create chances, but they're just not getting the goals. They've only scored one in the last four league games. They had an XG across those four games of, of over six, um, so they are getting the chances. Yeah, and I think same as you both. I think Brentford are decent value at the price around 10 to 11. The only concern for me is the chances Leicester are creating. I think Leicester can get on the score sheet. So it fits into what uh, Jacob said. You know, he thinks Leicester will score, uh, but Brentford will win. Uh, I think they can get on the score sheet. Fulham managed to score two against Brentford. Uh, the last home game for Brentford was a 3-2 win over Fulham. Uh, before that, Palace got on the score sheet uh, at Brentford. So Brentford home form is good, but, but you know, they can concede goals. Um and the other slight concern for me is just the fact Brentford played last night and Leicester will go into this a bit fresher, um, having not had a midweek game. But the, the pick for me here is, is over 2.5 goals. I think Leicester can score. Uh, and I, you know, similar to what James said, I, I can see a sort of 2-1, 3-1 Brentford here. Um, so I'll take uh, the over 2.5 goals at 10 to 11 for me. So it's a team ride on Brentford with variations on goals scored in there. Um, underdog Fantasy, uh, one of our... Uh, favourite old sponsors here on the um, Premier League Gambling Podcast. Underdog Fantasy heating up for March Madness. College Pick'em is a great way to get in on the action, especially if your bracket is busted after day one. Plus, Underdog Fantasy has your favourite college basketball player props. Head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. We carry on with the three o'clock games. Uh, next up is Southampton against Spurs. Uh, Southampton fifteen to four home underdogs plus three seventy five. The draw thirteen to five plus two sixty. Tottenham three to four minus one thirty three. Yeah, I was disappointed with Southampton last night against Brentford. A from my uh, pick point of view, but really they just didn't have a you'd expect them to have a proper go up Brentford having gone one nil down it was it was teaming with rain it was one of those games where under the floodlights you just expected them to throw the kitchen sink in Brentford and it never really came so they huffed and puffed but the final ball in was really poor um they are bottom of the home form table they've only taken nine points at home this season um and I do think this weird experiment of not having a manager that Southampton are employing um it's kind of running out of steam a little bit. They, they picked up a couple of wins. That win at Chelsea, um, and then they beat, who did they beat at home? They beat Leicester at home, didn't they? They picked up some points there, but I think they were fortunate. And I think this little one's going to run out of steam here. Um, Spurs are on the shit list. Um, I can't get them right at all. However, um, they have won three of the last four. Again, not very exciting play. I just think Tottenham are going to beat them. Uh, Tottenham were better last week, although they do flatter to deceive. This is what... Tottenham want you to do. They want you to pick them after they've just stuffed the team. Um, but I think they'll win. Uh, the price is three to four, minus one thirty-three. So I'll take Spurs um, for a money line win, Baz. 
Yeah, I'm surprised at that. You've been well out on Spurs lately. I mean, I'm yeah, I'm just trying to change it. I keep getting them wrong, and I, I wouldn't mind if they got beat. It made me laugh. So at least I'll uh, at least I get the reverse jinx on them. Again, it's another one where you know Southampton are, are coming into it off a midweek game where Spurs are coming in fresh, um, and that could play against them. As you say, Southampton not not great last night. You know, they got a good result last week against Man United, but I was hugely aided by that early red card for Casemiro. Uh, Southampton should really have won the game, created more than enough chances, uh, good chances to, to win that game. But the last eight league games have lost five. Uh, sorry, yeah, lost five. I think they've won two, drawn one. But they've scored only three games in the last, uh, three goals in the last eight games. Uh, so they're, they're really struggling going forward. I took Spurs last week to win well against Forest, took them on the handicap and that paid off. Uh, but that was more of a fear of Forest away than, than any confidence in Spurs. Um, what I'd mentioned last week, um, and I've backed it a few times, is, is that both teams to score no um, for in Spurs games. So prior to the Forest game, obviously uh, Forest did get on the score sheet last week. Uh, it had hit six in a row in Spurs games. Um, and the both teams to score no has also hit eight of the last ten games for Southampton. So that's where I'm going here. I, I can't, I can't back either of these teams are confident. Spurs at, at a short price on the road doesn't doesn't interest me much. I could see them winning, and um, I, I just I've went a different way. I, I can take a chance on one of these teams being unable to score in this game. Uh, it's a bet that's paid off for me a few times on Spurs. And most recently, when, when they lost 1-0 to Wolves, I took the same bet. Both teams to score no, possibly thinking Spurs would get a 1-0 at Wolves. And it turned out to be the other way around. Um, but but I was covered because I, I went that way about it. So I'll go the same. Both teams to score no here. I wanted them to get a, a clean sheet. It hits often enough in games for Spurs and Southampton. And it's 4-5, to five, so minus 125. Both teams to score no. One of these teams to keep a clean sheet here. OK, Serials uh, co-signed the uh, Tottenham pick with Southampton coming off a midweek game. Uh, Jacob, Southampton v Tottenham. Tricky one, this. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I, honestly, I really like Tottenham here. Um, you know, they, they had their fifth win in seven games. Uh, you know, they picked up wins against Fulham, Man City, West Ham, Chelsea. Uh, they're still in fourth place uh, and they're in contention for a Champions League spot next season. So they need to win. Uh, Southampton did just play, so that's going to go against them here. I think some fatigue is definitely going to set in. Uh, one thing to know is that Southampton have scored in their last 14 matches versus Spurs since 2015. Uh, so that's a good trend to look out here. And then one stuff. thing that, and yeah, one thing that I saw too is that Southampton uh, right now they're averaging less than a goal a game at uh, about, about 0.76, but they're expecting goal total sits at 1.21 so we're, we should see some positive regression for Southampton at some point I don't know if it's going to be here but keep an eye on it because they're due to score uh, but like you said Baz they've only had two goals in five games uh, I don't know if it goes on more than that just, that's just what I have here uh, and you know they have uh, just one win in the last ten at home uh, they've had um, you know they've had a rough go of it man you know Southampton is just not very good uh, so a couple things I like here uh, I'm on Spurs team total over one and a half minus 102. Uh, you'll see if you follow the MLS gambling podcast, uh, team totals is like my favorite plays, uh, and I smash them all the time. Uh, so definitely, I would say tail me on team totals if anything. Uh, and then I also have Spurs and over one and a half. 
It's at plus 125. I think that's a great, great price for that. Um, just in case uh, Spurs, I think if Spurs don't score two, I think it'll be a draw, a 1-1 draw. Uh, that's what I have to say. Because if the Spurs get the like a 2-0 lead, they'll shut it down. Uh, Southampton will not get the shots off that they need. Uh, but if it's there's like a going in the second half with no goals, I think we might see like a 1-1 finish. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a like fan it. of the uh, team totals as well. I, I I tend to go down that that route quite a bit. But I noticed you at your Twitter, you were you were on that. I got it. I got to say, stuff, side but, note: yeah. best team total in the world in soccer leagues. Melbourne City team total over one and a half goals. It is, <laughs> and if you if you follow me on Twitter, that's my sell a kidney play because uh, it, it, it's every single time. Knock on wood. I mean, a bit of, bit of, love a bit of Australian league. I mean, more uh, for, us, it, for us, it's sort of 8 o'clock in the morning, 8 a.m. on a Saturday before all of the English foot stuff kicks off. Oh, that's you, great. You I, I, I got to be up at 3 o'clock in the morning. When I wake up for like a cigarette in the middle of the night, that's when I'm betting A-league. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, my um, heyday of watching Australian football was when the kids were little, when you had to get up, like you say, Baz, at 6 o'clock in the morning to sit and feed and rock babies. Um, and you could always have 20 quid on the Australian football when you were doing it. But um, now they've grown up, I can lie in bed now, so I don't see as much Aussie stuff as I like to. But yeah, Melbourne City is the seller kidney play. Uh, we have to start that feature every week, Baz, get the, the <laughs> Sell a kidney play of the week on there. Um, next up, um, still in the three o'clock, so, uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers against Leeds United. Wolves 5-4, to four, plus 125. The draw 11-5, plus 220. Leeds 23-10, plus 230. Baz, Wolves v Leeds. Yeah, so I have to kick off my Wolves analysis with an update on their home record. Uh, I mention it every time. The home record is uh, astonishing. They alternate wins and losses. Win, lose, win, lose, win, lose. We've, I've mentioned this pattern over and over again, and it keeps going on. So, uh, just so you know, now they, that that is a, a streak of ten games where they've alternated wins and losses. Uh, they beat Spurs last time, um, and and if that pattern continues, then then we do a Leeds win. Um, I'm I'm not not sure that's where I'm going with my betting, but just so you know, win lose win lose win lose. 10 games in a row now they've done that and, and Leeds would win if that did continue. The other crazy stat here for Wolves is nine straight games uh, for Wolves where one team has kept a clean sheet. Uh, both teams to score no, that that would be uh, as a bet, has hit 13 of the last 14 home games for Wolves. Just um, checking that first time. It might be home games that... Uh, I was going to say, because yeah. we 2-1 yeah, last week. 2-1 last week. It was home games for Wolves. So, yeah, nine straight home games for Wolves where one team has kept a clean sheet in the game. And as I say, that's that's been the same for 13 out of 14 home games for Wolves. The Unders is also hitting under 2.5, hitting off and enough at home. In Wolves' home games, eight out of ten, the last 10 have, have went under 2.5 goals. Um, I mean, Leeds come into this poor form, just one win in 12. Decent enough result for them last week against Brighton who are a team in good form. Uh, but away from home for, for Leeds, it is four defeats in the last five. Um, you know, they've got a good draw that they've been happy with against Man United at Old Trafford. Uh, but the other four games that they've lost, they, they failed to score in any of those. Uh, again, another team who's hitting the unders often enough, four of the last five of all. Hit the under 2.5. Um, so plenty of leans towards the unders. Um, and... I'm just going to roll with it. It's a bit short. It's shorter than I would normally take, but four to six. So what's that? Minus 150. That's where I'm going. As I said earlier, I mean, Wolves have hit the unders eight, eight out of 10 at home uh, and and 
Leeds really struggling to, to get many goals on the board. I think it's a fair enough price. So yeah, four to six, under 2.5 goals, Wolves v Leeds is a play for me. Yeah, well, I'll jump in there, Bas, because that was pretty much my handicap. I'd, I'd written down that under is too short at four to six, even though I'm conscious that I've taken two prices that are shorter than that. So I was kind of a little bit chalky. Both have gone oh, um, under two and a half, four of the last five games. However, I saw Wolves first-hand last week and I thought they were all right. And previously to that, I actually, I was quite in on them as well. Um, this, Jimenez struggled up front, so it'd be interesting to see who they played up front. I think if Cunha gets a game, that's going to make a difference. But yeah, Wolves played quite well. Um, and I'm still not sure about Leeds. Leeds still haven't showed me anything. They got that 2-2 last week. We're probably the second best team in that game. Um, so Wolves at home... Um, plus 125, 5-4. I think that's an acceptable price uh, for a half-decent side at home against the team in the bottom three. So, yeah, give me Wolves on the money line here. I'm keeping it simple again. Uh, Jacob, Wolves against Leeds? Uh, yeah, I agree with everything you guys said. Uh, but this game is honestly, it's a pass for me here. Uh, the fact that Leeds went 2-2 against Brighton last week makes me scared to take the under here. Uh, it was the same thing with Wolves. Wolves got on the board versus Newcastle the week before that. They beat Tottenham. Uh, so, you know, there's just like some concerning things for me when it comes to taking under. I do not like taking unders. I have really bad anxiety. I cannot hang <laughs> around for that. So, I don't like unders either. Yeah, I, so, I, you know, sometimes it's really, it really is just, uh, it's just better to pass a game sometimes. You know, don't force it. Wow. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, very... I, I, uh, I pick a few unders since we started doing the podcast. Uh, ordinarily, I would never do it, uh, and it's the same with it's the same with NFL betting. If I'm doing props and, and things like that, I just don't want to bet on a negative outcome. I want to cheer things to happen, right. not sit and hope things don't happen. It's not a fun way to watch any sport. Thinking, right. I hope this doesn't happen. Uh, so yeah, I, although sometimes sort of head over heart, I, I'll take an unders pick like I have here. Uh, I'm with you. It's not it's not a fun way to uh, play any <laughs> games, uh, gambling. Yeah. I absolutely love it. I love backing unders. I love backing. I love a, a good pitchers during MLB. I'd, I'd quite happily sit there. Whenever if someone shanks it out for a throw-in, I'll happily cartwheel around the front room. That's no problem at all to me. Like, um, next up, we've got the tea time game. Uh, get your crumpets out, etc. It is Chelsea against Everton, which is a 5.30 um, kick-off, 12.30 Eastern time. Chelsea are 9-20, minus 2.22. The draw is 16 to 5 plus 320. And Everton are 7 to 1. Uh, Jacob Chelsea's short price favourites at home. Um, being a little bit better the last couple of weeks. Can they win on Saturday? I love Chelsea here. Uh, despite now picking up two top flight wins uh, recently, Chelsea remain right in the middle of the standings in 10th place. Uh, they're 11 points off from a Champion League spot, too. So they're trying to get into that. Uh, you got to remember that when it comes to EPL, like all these different, you know, cup games and, you know, who's going for what hardware and, you know, what's going on. So you got to remember that and that they still have a shot at Champions League. So they're, I feel like they're trying to play better. Um, they've given up just one goal in the last 360 minutes of play at, um, at home at Sanford Bridge. Um, another thing, they have a 29-year unbeaten run against Everton. Uh, it's the longest wow. in Chelsea's history. Um, so that's theirs to protect. Uh, don't give it up, you know what I mean? Especially not at home. Um, and uh, what is it? Everton have lost, I'm sorry, feeling like 27, yeah, they lost 27 times. Uh, Everton lost 27 times at Stanford Bridge. Um, 
and Everton are sitting pretty right now um, <laughs> at 15th. They don't really have to worry about relegation. They're not really moving up. They're, they're right in the mix. They're, yeah, they're still if they right can just in the hang mix. tight, then you know they can kind of get by this by you know the skin of their teeth. So, a couple of plays I like. I am on Chelsea minus 0.75, so that is uh, half a unit on one and half a unit on half. Uh, so it's either a half win, half loss kind of thing. Um, Chelsea team total over one and a half minus 136, and Chelsea plus under four and a half. Uh, that's a little juicy at minus 155. Uh, but one of my favorite sayings, sometimes the juice is worth the squeeze. Okay, so Jacob's all over Chelsea. Uh, Baza, what you got? Yeah, I actually wanted to fade Chelsea here. Is that, I'm still not sure they have turned things around. They've won three in a row. Um, the Champions League game's brilliant. Performance was great. And as Malcolm says, Chelsea have got a way of getting themselves up and, and playing as well as they like for Champions League football. Um, in the Premier League, as you say, back-and-back wins, you know, give them that. But they weren't convincing against Leeds in that 1-0, unless they actually matched them last week for chances created, shots on goal, shots on target, Leicester beat them in the, the XG stat. Um, I take the chances at the moment. So, I, I, although I did want to fade them, uh, I haven't, because I still don't think Everton... <laughs> the, all of the results, they, they will get results, Everton will get results along the way. Dyche will put out wins along along the way, but most of them are going to come at home. They've had three wins since Sean Dyche came in, uh, all at home and all 1-0. Uh, so it does concern me they're not really picking up anything on the road other than that point against Forest last week. Um, but I just thought... <laughs> I, I have faded Chelsea. I, I, I think Chelsea are, are too short for me. I, I think they might go and win here, but, but at minus 200 or so, uh, it's not for me. And I think Everton can get something. I'm taking Everton. It's an ambitious one. On the double chance market, 13 to 8. I, I'm a bit more comfortable with that than backing them to win the game. But I think Everton will pick up results in spots where people don't expect them to. Dice is... He'll have them more organised. I'm, I'm not convinced Chelsea have turned it around yet. Um, you know, on paper, Chelsea should win this and, and win this easy. But yeah, the pick for me here is Everton on the double chance market, 13 to 8. Uh, what's that? Plus 175, is that right, Morgan? Uh, it's 178, 174, 172, something like that. You get the idea. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, Everton's supposed to beat bad teams at home. Um, they're not playing a bad team and they're not at home. Uh, so that causes a problem for them. Yeah, they're under two and a half. It's too short. Um, I don't entirely trust what Chelsea have done recently, but I think they'll be too good again. Yeah, they've got a little bit of momentum, um, play, playing a little bit better. And I'm going to go back to the to the bet I took in the Villa game. Very similar to a bet Jacob gave. Chelsea and under four goals is at a price of 19 to 20, minus 105. I think this could be a one nothing or a 2 nothing. Um, Does your so, book fine. Offer the, so your book offers the four? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what is it, 365? Yes. Ah, you guys are so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I want that so bad. We just got live bet. We just got live betting. And, I mean, sports betting in Massachusetts like six days ago. Uh, yeah. So uh, I'm more of an offshore guy, but uh, I would love four. I can only get four and a half or three and a half. I did notice that when you gave out that four and a half. Yeah. I must admit, 365's uh, range of markets is absolutely outstanding. Like there's it, hundreds I mean, and hundreds on every game. To get up two goals and can't and win. 
Yeah. You guys, Sorry. You guys still have it. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, the yeah. Where you, yeah. If your team goes up two goals, it's an automatic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We can pay it out. Yeah. I think you're our third guest we've had on from overseas, and every single one of them's asked us that question now. Johnny asked it as well, didn't he, Baz, a couple of weeks ago? Johnny lives <laughs> in Canada, uh, and he asked us the same question. It's it's kind of everything everything everyone over there dreams about. Yeah, you, the, uh, you think about that Bournemouth game against Arsenal where they go 2-0 up. If you backed up Bournemouth, it would have been a huge price. Right. Uh, 16-1 to one that day, yeah. You'd have been paid out. You know, they go 2-0 up. After twenty minutes, yeah. you're, you're you're paid out as a winner, and and they lost lost the game. So yeah, can 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 come in good good that one. Okay, final game uh, is Sunday. It is two o'clock. It is Arsenal against Crystal Palace. Arsenal are minus four hundred one to four short price favourites. The draw seventeen to four plus four twenty five. Crystal Palace are at twelve to one. Jacob, very short price favourite here. So how do you go about handicapping this? Uh, there's no two ways about it. Crystal Palace is not a good team. Uh, they lost three uh, out of the last five, drawn two. They've only scored one goal, uh, which is away at Brentford, which doesn't say much. Um, Arsenal have seen over one and a half uh, goals, like team total goals, in four of the last five. Uh, and so the same thing with over two and a half goals. Um, so uh, more will depend on what happens today, um, what we see happening in, in, you know, over the weekend. But, um, yeah, uh, another thing to remember here is Man City is playing in the FA Cup uh, today. So if Arsenal can win, um, they can get eight points clear of them. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, I know they played today, but, I mean, if they win today and in the next game, that'll put them eight points clear of Man City, which opens up a big gap. Um, and then after this, uh, Arsenal – Every team that they face after this is currently below them in the standings. So, I mean, I know that they're in first place, but significantly lower in the standings. Uh, the one play I like here, just because um, some things are juicy, uh, I do like the over two and a half, but I have an anytime goal scorer here. Um, I like Saka uh, to have a goal at plus 160. Uh, so that is my one uh, lock for this game. Okay, I love that. Um, yeah, you're absolutely right. It is a big game for Arsenal. Man City playing in the Cup, so they can go eight points clear. Um, and since they had that supposedly disastrous loss against City, they've won five games in a row. Um, in four of those five, they've scored three, three, four, and four. Um, Palace are hopeless, as previously discussed. No plan, no goals. Um, I'm going to take Arsenal minus two, which is 23 to 17, plus 135. Should we get a push here if it wins by two? A little bit of a safety net because Basel about to tell us how tight Crystal Palace always keep it. Um, but I think this looks going to run out here. Um, Arsenal get it one up by half time. Palace might have to come out and they'll take the bits. Arsenal will win 3 0 um, and cash my bet at minus two. Barry? Yeah, I mean, whilst we're talking, Arsenal, Sporting have just equalised 1 1. Yeah! You need to uh, you need to check out. I've just retweeted the goal on SGPN Premier. Check it out. Forty five yards. He's just lobbed the keeper from uh, almost the halfway line. Uh, I, I, put up, uh, I put up Sporting at eight to one as the underdog. It's it's live now. That um, so yeah. Um, exactly what you said, Malcolm. I think Arsenal should win here. Um, but Palace just keep it tight. They've extended the, the winless streak to eleven games in the league after after defeat last night. The last three defeats were all one nils. The last six defeats have all come by one goal margin. Um, the other five and the eleven were, were, were draws, obviously. Um, 
And that's what led me to the unders last night in the Brighton game. I fancy Brighton to win, but the under 2.5 just looked too good. And it feeds into me pick again here. Um, City only beat Palace 1-0. Man United beat them 2-1. Chelsea beat them 1-0. All one-goal margins. Um, you know, they've had draws recently against Man United, Liverpool, Newcastle, Brighton, Brentford, all teams in the top eight of the league. So they don't they don't win games. Um they won't win this, but I don't think. They never win. But Palace on the Asian handicaps the one for me. Um you you can get them plus one and a half uh, at around even, so so plus one hundred. Um and that's a play for me. I think Arsenal to, to win by one anything but you know, Palace not losing by two or more um, is where I'm going to go because it's it's how they play. They, they do keep it tight defensively. They're all right. They they are a rubbish team. They don't win many games, but they don't get hammered off anybody, and haven't done for a, a while. I think Spurs was the last team who who put several goals past them, beat them three 0 or four 0 or something. But yeah, okay. That, that's uh, it Asian handicap well, uh, plus one and a half. Hey, can I have hate- one on this? Uh, I'm sorry, I forgot. I, I'm on uh, both teams to score no here at minus one seventy two. I know it's yeah, steep, but um, I'm definitely on that. Yeah, don't don't mind that one at all. Um, okay, so let's move on to the FA Cup. We're going to whiz through the FA Cup pretty quick. Me and Baz have got a couple of picks, but then we need to throw this across to Jay to get his lower league thoughts for the weekend. The FA Cup quarterfinal stage. So we've got a game on Saturday tea time, which is Manchester City Burnley, which is uh, fascinating only for the return of Vincent Company as Burnley manager. Uh, to Manchester City, Manchester City legend, got a statue outside the ground. On Sunday, the other three games, you've got Brighton against Grimsby. Um, Grimsby um, with their inflatable haddocks or 25 to one shots heading to Brighton to cause the big upset. Manchester United take on Fulham. I do like both teams to score there. I'm still not buying Man United's defence. Man, Man United owe me some money the last few weeks. Um, they got they gave up chance after chance tonight, Couldn't didn't concede. Both teams to score on that one is minus 125. But where I've gone for my pick, and I think you've done the same, Baz, so I'd... Right, let's see. We don't know what we've picked here, so we'll see if we uh, if we handicap this similarly. Um, Sheffield United against Blackburn Rovers. Um, Sheffield United are 11 to 17 favourites, minus 153. The draw is 13 to 5, plus 260, and Blackburn are 5 to 1. Uh, my pick here, this is a classic championship matchup. Um, my pick is going to be the big dog. I'm going to take Blackburn on the money line at 5 to 1, um, and I'm going to take Blackburn to qualify from the tie at 5 to 2, price of plus 250. It's just really, really it's too tight. Blackburn are too big. The price is too big, plain and simple. Sheffield United, the second in the league. Looking really good for automatic promotion. But Blackburn are fifth, um, and Blackburn are in better form. Um, Sheffield United have won 11 of 18 at home, which isn't a stellar record. The last six games, uh, a little bit like your Wolves stat bars, they've gone loss, win, loss, win, loss, win. Um, Blackburn, however, have won five out of their last six, including a 1-0 win against Sheffield United back on March the 4th. Um, they might not win, but there's no way Blackburn are five to one shots here. Absolutely no way. Giant price. Uh, so have a little bit of um, Blackburn at five to one. We smashed the FA Cup last time. We gave out Blackburn. They won for us at eight to one last time. So I think we owe it to them, Baz. We can reinvest one of those eight units um, on them to win at five to one. And like I say, I do like the plus two fifty on them qualifying. So uh, what was your pick? Tell me it was the same. Same, same way. I, I looked through the FA Cup. Man City, Burnley. I skipped it. Man City far too short to be to be looking at that and didn't didn't fancy a bit there. Again, you got Brighton, Grimsby. Brighton should win comfortably, but you're starting at one to eight for for Brighton. Then again, I just left it alone. But it just stood out 
for me, five to one Blackburn. They're a team in better form than than Sheffield United at the moment, as you say. They've beat them recently, and to get five to one in a match that's you know, they're so evenly matched in is just too good. Um, we we said before the Spurs game, you you put Sheffield United up, and we thought Spurs would rest players. And Sheffield would be strong. Sheffield United made loads of changes for that last round. Oh, they all had the shits and, and the first team. Is that right? I was wondering whether yeah. they might do again. But whether they do or not, Blackburn have got a real chance in a cup game like this. And at five to one, it's it's a price I can't ignore. Um, so yeah, it might not win, but it's a great value play five to one for Blackburn to beat Sheffield United. Uh, that sport and Lisbon equaliser has brought Serial's total for the week to 6-1-1, one, and one, which is uh, a great effort, Serial. Hats off to Serial. Um, absolutely smashed it. So, yeah, delighted for you, mate. Well done. Um, okay, Jacob. So, we're going to pass this across to you. I don't know if you've got any FA Cup plays, but I know you uh, headed down the divisions for us. So, the stage is yours. Um, what have you got? Sure. Uh, not too much in the FA Cup. Um Honestly, I don't focus too much on cup games. I, it's just a lot to keep track of for me. Uh, that's one of the few things I usually stick to leagues. But I am a big-time lower league better when it comes to um, England, League 1, League 2, National, National League North, South, uh, you name it. I bet it when it comes to lower leagues in England and pretty much across all of Europe. Uh, anything from Croatia, Romania, all that stuff. But what I have for you today is a uh, – <laughs> Multi-leg parlay, I, I took uh, one uh, total, uh, it's an alt-leg total from each game, uh, from one game from each division, sorry. So from Championship, League 1, League 2, and National. I stopped at the other ones but because those aren't available everywhere. But uh, here we go. Uh, my first play is going to be Ipswich, team total over one and a half goals. My next play is going to be Middlesbrough versus Preston over two. Then I'm on Wrexham uh, versus Bromley over two. Woking plus Chester, uh, versus Chesterfield over two. And Bradford City versus Hartlepool over two. That's a one, two, three, four, five. Five-leg parlay pays out plus 626. Holy shit, that's incredible. So these, are these all on the, um, on the goal line? So where you're saying over two, two's a push? Yeah, so two would be a push. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so the over I'm here, doing that is because in something like this, you get the push, but it keeps the parlay alive, and then yeah, there's yeah. five legs. Then you have four legs, three legs, whatever. It'll, it'll still cash. I mean, the Asian lines we we play them here, but it's far more common where you are to to over here, over oh, here. So this isn't yeah, an Asian yeah, yeah. line. I, where I play, I can get two. Yeah, we, for us, it, it's a, it's a, it would be classed as an Asian goal line okay. um, on bet three six five. And over here, yeah, you sort of bog standard bet better on a weekend. We'll bet under two and a half, over two and a half, or, sure. or yeah, under one point five and three point five. Well, if you can't get so on three six five, we can get those lines, but I, I can they're not as popular in the UK as, sure. as the the ones we just mentioned. But I like it. I, I like the insurance. I like um, you know the Asian handicaps for. You know, you know. Well, I mean, um, some like of these, something. honestly, if you can't get two, I would still play it at over one and a half, and it brings the juice up to like minus four hundred on some of these. But with five legs, you still get like a plus three seventy payout. I'd say with us, we can get bet fair, bet three six five. We can we can get those lines. A lot sure. of the, the the other books in the UK, they just keep it simple. It's over two and a half, two point five. But uh, yeah, I like to play. Yeah, I'll certainly be tailing that because I know you've been doing well with us lately. I mean, yeah, just yeah, that's, just running that's down them. That's my the, the championship 
is notoriously hard to bet. It, I mean, it's probably probably the most competitive league in the world. Like from top to bottom, anyone beats everyone on a weekly basis. Middlesbrough are absolutely frying. Um, Michael Carrick has got them playing really, really well. Uh, Preston, one of the most dour teams in that league as well. Um, Ipswich, again, in really, really good form. Um, Hartlepool, away at Bradford. Um, Bradford's a big Hartlepool are really struggling. Um, they're in a bit of a scrap with Harrogate down at the bottom there to get out of those relegation places. Wrexham are just gold machines. I think we all know about Wrexham. We featured them a couple of times on the FA Cup and I know absolutely nothing about that walking pick. So I will bout your better judgment there, Jacob. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, it's a great way to tackle to tackle a card. So um, if oh, we, I'll give those out again. It's a, it's uh, over two goals in the game, yeah? Is that the bet? Yeah, uh, except Ipswich is a team total. Um, okay. Yeah. So Middlesbrough um, over two in that game, Ipswich with a team total, and then over two in the games at Wrexham, Woking, and Bradford City um, is the is the parlay, and they they push um, one one leg of that pushes um, if it lands on two, or do yeah, they just lose? Yeah. No, no, it, it it'll push it. It takes the leg away, so it'll turn. Okay. Yeah. That, yeah. Four leg, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Good. All for it. Um, uh, Baz, we'll round out with um, any underdogs, parlays, or uh, first uh, goal scorer bets that you might have. Yes, yes, yes. You're going to love this. I've gone full degen here for the underdogs. Uh, okay. And, uh, I've 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 picked out several potential underdogs, so I'm turning it into a uh, a little bit of a, a play. So I'm going to put my underdogs out first. Blackburn five to one is is my favourite underdog of the week. Um, I've got Bournemouth down as, as potentially getting a result against Villa um, and Everton was another one where I just think that, that I'm not convinced by Chelsea at the moment I've took Everton on the double chance market now these aren't bets I'd say will win and they're just ones where I think there's a little bit of value in the prices Blackburn Bournemouth Everton Malcolm pays 240 to 1 <laughs> stick, them, stick, them, stick them in doubles and trebles if we get two of those you're getting paid out at least 30 to 1 uh, for the worst uh, thing I mean it's a, it's a long shot but if Blackburn can get that way I think <laughs> it is a long can, shot I think Blackburn can and then Bournemouth and Everton are live in those games definitely um, and if you want to go full DJ and then, then tag on Palace to beat Arsenal 3,000 to 1 uh, 3,000 to 1 yeah, you'll never say this again there. if Palace, that's it this is tight. the last episode Palace, what are Palace going to do against Arsenal they're going to keep it tight for nil-nil that's the game that's what they do one of the games they might get lucky keep it nil-nil and hit, hit a late goal you never know I don't think they will it's stupid but yeah, when I looked at underdog we, normally we, we pick one single underdog Jacob and uh, I looked through and I thought I could go with Blackburn I do fancy Bournemouth potentially at Villa and I've got a sneaky feeling about Everton grinding out a few results in a few odd games along the the, the stretch here. So yeah, I'm I'm going a bit crazy. But uh, Blackburn's my favourite underdog. But uh, yeah, get get those in. Blackburn, Bournemouth, Everton at 240 to one, double um, and a treble. Have you got a goal scorer there, Baz? Goal scorer, yeah. I've went for Isaac. I think Newcastle. I've backed Newcastle on the team total to get a couple. Isaac looked really good last week. He's eight to five plus one sixty. I'll take Isaac on the goal scorer market as an any time scorer for me. I know Jacob, you've went for Saka, haven't you, in the Arsenal game? Yeah, I have uh, Saka in the Arsenal game plus one sixty, and Billings in the Villa game plus three seventy yeah. for goal scorers. Uh, and then I have one other like a uh, kind of good plus money play was the AFC Bournemouth first scorer. Uh, it's plus 180. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Um, 
My underdog isn't quite as fancy as Baz's. Uh, I'm going to stick with Blackburn at 5-1. Um, Parley is really, really boring. It's that boring. I might not even give it out. It's 72 plus 350. Uh, Villa, Tottenham and Chelsea all on the money line. The most boring one I've given out so far on the show. Um, and for my... I've still, oh, sorry, yeah, I was going to say, I've still got a parlay here as well, Malcolm. But uh, um, I'll give my scorers out. In the Blackburn game, Ben, Brayer and Diaz, uh, the fake Chilean, is at 11 to 4, plus 275 to get a goal. If Blackburn are going to win, uh, uh, Ben Diaz will be at the um, at the forefront of that. And Richarlison as well for Tottenham, away um, at, who are they playing? Uh, Southampton. He looked in. He looked like he was coming into form last week. He was due a goal. Everyone's taking the piss out of him uh, for not scoring a league goal. He was he was robbed by the VAR last week. And he looks like he's coming into form. And a few other people are dropping off. He's starting to look a little bit sharper. So uh, 12 to 5 plus 240 for Richarlison for an anytime goal scorer. Uh, that's me, Baz. You've got a parlay, yeah? Yeah, my parlay for the weekend. Do you want to fancy? I'm going back to the new NUFC, Newcastle Corners. Uh, yeah, the ladder. Get up the ladder. Jacob, we, we had a bit of a run where Newcastle were hitting huge numbers for their team corners. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah. We, we followed it earlier in the season and we got on a, a game where we backed them up the ladder. We ended up the ladder and got all the way up to 14. The highest we could get with our book was about <laughs> over, over 11.5. Nice. Um, I, I cashed that at 100 to 1 and um, we, we had some really, really good players. And it, it went off the boil a little bit, but Newcastle have had a tough run of games. Um, they bounced back last week and 10 corners for Newcastle again last week against Wolves. So there were lines at uh, five and a half. So I'll start off with Newcastle over 5.5 corners in the game. Spurs to score two or more. And Brentford v Leicester game to be over two and a half goals. It's five to one plus 500. That's a parlay for me for the weekend. Okay, cheers, Baz. Um, I think, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that is the end of our handicapping for the evening. Uh, Jacob, have you got any, um, any final words you'd like to hit us with before we get going? Uh, make sure to keep an eye out for the MLS Gambling Podcast out later today on YouTube and your favorite podcast player. And make sure to follow me on Twitter, at Pick Management, on TikTok, at Pick Management. Uh, and, uh, yeah, go read my articles from March Madness on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Excellent. Thank you very much, mate. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. Enjoyed it. Um, yeah, we look forward to having you on again, Jacob. Um, we'll have to have thanks, you everyone. Yes, can't wait. We'll, uh, we'll make some MLS stuff up. Um, usual place um, to like, rate, review, tell a friend to tell a friend, etc. Thanks everyone who joined in the YouTube chat. Serial, uh, hats off again with a 6-1 one in one record to you. Um, good luck with all your picks over the weekend. I'm going to go and watch the end of this Arsenal v Lisbon game. Looks like we might get a bit of extra time and maybe penalty kicks. Um, Good luck with your punts. Until Sunday night, uh, we will see you down the road. Cheers. 